0: hello dorksiders welcome to another week's edition of dork side of the ring the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated it is celebrated i am matt marbury and with me at the table as always is adam Tolfson. This Saturday at TakeOver, I'm going to make you my
1: bitch. Ooh, who said that? Adam Cole. Oh, that's
0: right. <laughs> yes. Great match. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, as we record, this is episode number 23, the Michael Jordan of Dork Side of the Ring podcast. It is August 26th, 2020. Do us a favor. Follow us on all the, on the uh, social medias. It's at dorkside otr on twitter and instagram we do have a facebook page you can follow myself at matt marbury one t adam you got that with one t no (laughs) where where can they follow you (laughs)
1: uh let's see uh at twitter at uh dj doj and instagram i believe it's at the
0: ludog dj that's right we should, I'll write that down for next time.
1: Yeah, I'm not on the gram that much. I should be on more.
0: I'm, I'm uh, starting to be on the gram more and more, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on none of it. Still on um, space. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does that thing even load up anymore? Oh, hell yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> like, the, it's like the dark web. <laughs> on this day in pro wrestling history. All right, we are starting the On This Day in Pro Wrestling History segment in 1979, where Harley Race defeats Dusty Rhodes for the NWA World Heavyweight Wrestling title in Orlando, Florida. This begins Race's third run with the belt, ending Dusty's first world title reign after only five days. Hmm. Killed the American dream, baby. They used to swap that belt on loops a lot. Sure. Um, Just because... And, and I don't know why they don't do that more with the house show business now, but you want people to think that when they show up to an event that there could be a title change. Hell yeah. So usually, like, a guy would start with the title, and at some point in the loop, he would drop it, but he'd get it back before, like, the next TVs or whatever. Right, so it you can just, tell your friends, I saw it. He's not the champ no more, and then by yeah, the time. Yeah, and the bullshit, he's on Saturday morning with <laughs> yeah, that title, you yeah. know. <laughs> 1991. WWF holds their SummerSlam pay-per-view at Madison Square Garden in New York City, billed as the match made in heaven and the match made in hell. Oh, yeah. The show actually ended with the wedding of Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. The wedding went off without incident. WWF gave their viewers a happy ending to the show. Instead, choosing to do an angle with Jake Roberts and Randy Savage at the reception. Oh, that's right. Which would air on television the following weekend. I remember seeing that, and they did have the um, they had the reception footage like on the Coliseum home video. If you got it. Oh, so
1: after the after it goes off the air, it shows the reception.
0: Yeah, but what they must have done is just aired it on like Superstars or something at the time, right? Yeah. But yeah, you always think, like, that's got to go badly. No, it actually went off the air cool, and then... That's smart. And they played the angle later on. But I remember... Uh Liz opening a box and there's a fucking python in the, or a cobra in the box. Yeah. She goes, ah, and, and I then... think that doesn't that lead to savage getting his arm bit in the ropes. It's that yes. whole thing. Yes. God, that was fucking cool. Yeah, that was great story about that too. Have you heard, uh,
1: Jake tell that story? Yes. About, uh, Macho makes him, uh, <laughs> he like pulls him off before the thing and says, uh, what's going on with that snake?
0: Yeah. Like (laughs) me, he's like, it's, it's, it's uh, the venom glands are taken out and he's like, maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. (laughs) Yes. And he's like, maybe you want my spot. (laughs) He's like that paranoid. Yeah. He's like, no
1: man. He's like, all right, well you're going to get bit first. And then we'll go from there.
0: (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. uh, Jake, Gets bit by his own snake, and then Savage proceeds to like block the locker room door. He goes, "No, you don't go get an antidote." Oh or anything yeah, that's like that. right. He like made him sit there for like forty minutes before he's like, "All right, I think everything's cool." <laughs> and that pissed Jake off. So I guess when he grabbed that cobra, he's like, "I grabbed it and I fucking paintbrush that cobra." Got all, got pissed, all pissed off and oh. latched in the old Savage. Um, I do have the SummerSlam card um, from Sunday. No. This is oh, 91. 91. <clears throat> Dark match, Coco Beware defeats Cato. Cato is one of the uh Oriental Orient press guys. Yeah. Um they just
1: they just took Kato from the, <laughs> from the Bruce like Bruce Lee, uh Kato and uh was it Green Hornet. Hornet.
0: They did that to Okada and Impact way more recently. God damn it! <laughs> um, Ricky Steamboat, Davey Boy Smith, and Kerry Von Erich defeated Paul Roma, Hercules, and the Warlord. Yep, sounds six about right. Six man tag action, and then in an absolute classic, Bret Hart defeats Mister Perfect with a sharpshooter. Oh yeah, that's to a good win one. the WWF IC title. That's Bret Hart's first major singles title in the United States. Hmm. Um, obviously, he was the champion at Stampede before then. Erwin R. Scheister, your guy, Adam, defeated Greg the Hammer Valentine. Nice. Adam loves tax day. I uh,
1: I just got him. I guess that would be in the figures uh, segment of the show. But Hasbro?
0: Yep. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> Two day. Uh, earthquake and Typhoon defeated the Bushwhackers. Andre the Giant in his final WWF television appearance was in the corner of the Bushwhackers.
1: Oh, I remember that. He's got like that button-up shirt on. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Doesn't he have
0: a sport coat on too? I'm Man, thinking. possibly. Mm.
1: I just remember like a flowery shirt. Yeah, like I a, think you're right. Was Hawaiian print.
0: Well, and then, yeah, was, wait, who can forget this one? Big Boss Man defeated the Mountie in a jailhouse match. As a result, the mountie was locked up in oh, New York yeah. City jail for the night. I love that after the match, they like cut back and they see him getting fingerprinted and all that. Yeah, like yeah. It, the match ends, but it doesn't end. Kind of. thing. No, they keep going back to like yeah the the, the booking process <laughs> the booking. and shit, and then he's in there yelling, "Let me out!" Mm-hmm. And shit. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. I liked I liked it when they um, would bring guys in with a gimmick that just. Was made to feud with another guy. And Absolutely, that's like almost all it was for. And
1: Boss man had a bunch of them. You know, at least at least a few nails, couples. nails. Yeah. yeah, it just worked.
0: I like th- I like that though. Like you bring in a guy and you're like, oh man, that I know where gonna- he's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know he's got beef with. I appreciate that. Other I than just fucking, just Randos. some random guy with a first and last name comes in, uh-huh. like they do now. Give me some. Give me some sizzle. All right. Virgil defeated Ted DiBiase to win the million dollar belt. Some revenge. Virgil finally stood up for himself. The Legion of Doom defeated the Nasty Boys to win the tag team title, making Hawk and Animal the only tag team to ever hold the AWA, NWA, and WWF world tag team titles. It's high praise. Heck yeah, man. Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior defeated Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa in a handicap match. Sid Justice was the special res- referee. Hmm. There's your main event. Yep, that's right. And there's your main event.
1: So Savage just got married. He just didn't. He didn't have a match on the card.
0: No, because no. Um, earlier in the WrestleMania preceding the SummerSlam was the career. Versus career match with the Warrior, which Savage lost. That's right. So he's still he's still out technically. Out, but getting married. Yeah, like in
1: out, <laughs> but in. I'm here. I'm not wrestling. No match, Doesn't no count. Match. I'm not wrestling. <laughs> getting hitched.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2007. We get, we're fast forward in 16 years now. 2007. WWE holds SummerSlam in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm not sure I've seen this show. I looked at the whole list of matches, and it's a lot of like, you know, Carlito, Umaga. Um, I don't know. Just, just, I just was kind of out during that period. I don't know. Yeah. The main event was John Cena successfully defending the WWE Championship against Randy Orton. Hmm. Seen it a million times. Could have right? been,
1: yeah. <laughs> Could have been 2012.
0: Speaking of <laughs> Cena. This is pretty good. 2008, Cena underwent neck surgery in Pittsburgh and shocked the WWE crew taping TV there by coming right to the SmackDown ECW taping after the surgery to visit. Jeez. Like that day. Wow. (laughs) John's a go-getter. He fucking is. Say what you want, but John's a go-getter. Same exact day, uh, 2008. B. Brian Blair defeated his primary opponent with approximately 64% of the votes in a primary election for the county commissioner in Hillsborough County in Tampa, Florida. Mm. What would Iron Sheik would say about that? Mm. Fuck the B. Brian Blair. Fuck him <laughs> in his ass. I break his back, make him humble. He always goes after B. Brian Blair. This is, I don't know who this is. He's a killer, one of the killer bees.
1: Oh, okay. That's why I didn't know.
0: He had three B's in his name, Adam. Makes sense now. <laughs> I'm Hindsight.
1: Like, I'm trying to do a politician uh, wrestler math. <laughs> it's
0: not and You're like Tampa. You're like, there's a lot of guys uh, down yeah, there. That like, doesn't like, help that's me. That's <laughs> not narrowing it down at all. Um, tw- uh, 2011. Former WWE stars Luke Gallo and Cliff Compton were scheduled to tour and work cards in Nigeria, yes, but found their shows canceled following a bombing of a United Nations building in Nigeria's capital city that left at least twenty dead. The entire ordeal ended up creating something of a cult following for Compton after he shared his story with fans online. Oh, I was thinking of a different story, or is it, it's got to be the this same is, story. Yeah, you've heard. Um, go back to listen to the Art of Wrestling yes. with Colt okay. Cabana. So that listen to that whole thing with with Cliff Compton. Yeah. I I was, I guess I didn't I didn't remember the bombing part.
1: I was mem- just remember the shady promoter that like <laughs> Almost held them hostage. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this is all the all, same. They didn't yeah. go
0: there twice. I'm sure. I wouldn't. Uh, I can't imagine you would go back after either one of those things. Happening. <laughs> <All right. So laughs> I'm assuming this is all in the same. I just didn't want to come off as a dick. Like, yes, bombing of an embassy. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not thinking of this. twenty thing. dead. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
0: jeez. Also, I put this in here because we just talked about it like two weeks ago. 2011. Do you say 2011 or do you say twen- 2011?
1: I say 2011.
0: Yeah, it sounds way better than what I and said. And thinking back now, I wonder if I should have said 2011. 2011. Sounds better even yet. It does. Let's just it go does. with that. 2011, yeah. Adam. Hunako began performing as Sin Cara All right. while WWE toyed with releasing the original Cara. In the end, the original was brought back, setting the stage for the feud between the two. Oh, Remember right. they had a white they one and a blue a, one?
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. It was that. like
0: Sin Cara Blanco versus Sin Cara Azul. It's yeah. like, uh this is a tidbit that I didn't know though. Ironically, the original Sin Cara had replaced Hunico as Mystico in Mexico. So Bro. You, yeah, right. <laughs> I always knew that Okay. Sin Cara was yeah. Mystico. Yeah, that's where that I play is I didn't know in. that. I didn't know all that. I didn't know Hunico was Mystico until Hunico comes to WWE. Then, yeah. Sin Cara then becomes Mystico. <laughs> and then they <laughs> flip. <laughs> it's a fucking brain warp right there. Any mask in a storm, right? <laughs> 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 it's now time for the Retro Raw Review. So if you go to the WWE Network and you try to watch Raw from this date in 1996, there is no Raw. It goes right from the August 19th show to the September 6th show. And I did some poking around, sent some tweets out. Dave Meltzer get back to you? He did not. Hmm. But... Um, I was,
1: I thought for sure dog show, right? Yeah. I was first saying it popped to my head. But dog that, show I, would always fuck up raw. And I think <laughs> as I thought that in my head, I'm like, we, that would be what Matt would think too. So he, I'm sure, I'm sure he vetted this information. Yeah. yeah. And then
0: before I could finish reading the text, it's not the dog show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like baffled. Um, no, it was the U S open tennis tournament. Oh yeah, they did. Somebody that got once back in a while. to me on, on the internet about that. Um, One by Pete Sampras and Steffi Graf. If you care, care to, uh, you know, respect those two. I mean, that seems like par yeah. for the course at that time, right? Right. If it's not McEnroe freaking out, wait, about, what am I doing using golf puns during a tennis talk? Is that a? Oh yeah, yeah, par for the course. <laughs> uh, where's John? What was Johnny Polo's? Didn't Johnny Polo have a golf gimmick? I thought it was polo. I know, but I thought he had a go gu- He <laughs> was all right, carrying croquet. a caddy. Croquet. Oh, my God. We're way off track. <laughs> either way. Real sports throw us all off. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> the U.S. Open preempted Raw this week, just flat out canceled it. And then remember, they've been pumping up Championship Friday on USA. Mm. So the next week, Monday Ra- Night Raw doesn't happen either. It instead happens on that Friday, Friday. Okay. but we will cover that next week. Okay, because the very next raw after that is only three days later on that Monday. Gotcha. So I don't want to cover two in a row. We'll do it that way. Sounds good. So instead of doing a retro raw review, Adam here sent me over a. We were debating, I think, on the show as to uh, oh, we were talking about the um the timeline with the Owen Hart Bret Hart thing. Right. And we were talking about how we saw like one of the lead up matches at a house show with Brett and Owen.
1: Yes. Right after, uh, Owen kind of turned or came out and became the
0: shadow or yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, and me, and I thought it was at the local high school here. And Adam was like, no, I think it was in whitewater. And Adam did send me the card. It was in whitewater. So it was a botched spot by me, Adam. Um, This show took place in Whitewater, Wisconsin on February 24th, 1994 at Williams Gym in front of 1,300 fans. Not bad. Now, this is a time where WWF at the time, you know, they basically had their big pay per views. They only had five. Right. So the previous show to this would have been Royal Rumble. Yep. Yep. And we are now leading up to WrestleMania ten. So Royal Bret Hart wins that Royal Rumble yes. with Lex Luger goes over the top rope. The whole thing, the double, yeah. After earlier in the night, getting his leg kicked out of his leg <laughs> by the Rocket Owen Hart, <laughs> by a pissed off little brother. Yes. Um. So this is this is on the so WrestleMania ten is only twenty four days away at the point at the time we saw this show.
1: Yes. So and, and so it would have been. In March, like the end of March, something like February twenty fourth. I just laughed before I was laughing because can you imagine a time when the last pay per view was in January and the next one was at the end of March? I know. Being that we watch one Sunday for the WWF and the next one is this Sunday
0: <laughs> on the WWF. <laughs> That's really fucking weird. Wow. Yeah. Ah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um. <laughs> I'm almost certain, Adam, that this is, we're 13 years old at this time, and I'm pretty sure this was the first WWF live event we've ever seen. I think you're right. Those ones at Craig were definitely like 95, 96, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I texted Adam because we were trying to find those cards too, and he's like, can you give me a year or whatever? (laughs) Do you remember what I said to you? (laughs) Yes, you said...
1: I. I remember uh, Karma, a.k.a. Kama, Kama, yes, a.k.a. Papa Shango, was rocking the gold uh, chain that was uh, derived from the melted-down urn from The Undertaker.
0: Which he stole from Undertaker at WrestleMania 11.
1: Yes, and that you had purchased a uh, urn from the merch table. A foam urn. And you were desperately trying to give it to Paul Bearer to help because of Whoops. course that will give the Undertaker a strength back. Paul Bearer was not having it. <laughs> and I was like, how
0: stupid was I? <laughs> yeah. So I place the, the, at least one of those Craig high school shows. I place it somewhere between WrestleMania 11 and SummerSlam 95. Yeah, I think you're right. It has to be in there because yep. that's when the whole, that urn was stolen. Right. I mean, we're just going by circumstantial evidence here. By the storyline, yeah. Well, let's get into this. This is the first uh, live WWF event either one of us saw. It'd be cool to get the card. Like, you know how they have the printout sheets? Yes. They got to be able to find that somewhere. Even if it was a repro, I would take it. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. First match we saw was Sparky Plug defeated Rick Martell. Fucking A, dude. We sell the model. Sparky plug. He'd only been in the company a month at this point. Like, he debuted at the Rumble in January. That's right. End of January. Rick Martel, somewhat on his way out. He was in... Um, he was... Do you remember when, the, when Razor won the Intercontinental title? And they did it in a 20-man battle royal, but what they did was the last two guys wrestled the next week for the belt. Yes. So, that's how... It was Razor, it was Razor it, and Martel. Middle, yeah. So this is, this is coming off of that. So he's, he's kind of on his way out there. Diesel defeated Virgil. I have no show notes on this other than Virgil is pretty much on his way out here too. Yeah, the this, this showcase and the big man. You know? It was actually after Virgil's last pay-per-view appearance was at that 94 Royal Rumble. Okay, which is before this. Before he's this, never, so he's, he's never on TV
1: again. No, maybe yeah. some
0: superstars or something. But this, no. this
1: is when uh, my pops is like, we're sitting down, and Diesel came out, and there's all the you know because we run up to the gate, and try to get high fives yeah. and shit, and they're walking down the aisle. My <laughs> dad was like. I could have sworn this dude was coming out riding on like
0: something like a float or something, and then when he that it, tall, yeah, when he like walks by all the kids, he's like, "Holy shit, that guy's tall!" <laughs> and then he did not like the fact that this big white guy was beating down a black man. Your dad was very woke back then. Fucking a he was. Ah, <laughs> Alundra Blaze defeated Heidi Lee Morgan, who mm. to retain the WWF Women's Championship. I wonder if we were bummed. We're like, where's <clears throat> Bull Nakano? Vamp for two seconds because I wrote down on here Wikipedia Heidi. So that I must have seen something. Okay. I must have I must have seen something that made me say, uh, this is too long to put in my notes. Or maybe it was just something really weird. It's not the big Bertha chick, is it? Remember her? Um, no. Some- this was like a blonde 80s um, fitness looking chick. She was like trained with the Moolah fabulous mula very very like wendy um similar yes wendy rickard esque. uh what was i gonna say oh trained by fabulous mula and johnny rods there had to be something in here to make me uh oh she was in the first ever women's steel cage match in 1987 interesting i'm sure that's not why i have it in here though kind of scares me if mula trained
1: her though she might have been is uh, one of oh, the working was.
0: gals. So um <laughs> she does this whole thing with like Alundra Blaze in ninety-three, ninety-four, and then she takes time off to give birth. All right. After giving birth to her daughter, Morgan wanted to revive her wrestling career in nineteen ninety seven. All right. But she broke her back in her first match back in the Holy ring. shit. She attempted an aerial maneuver. But she and her opponent lost their balance, which resulted in the break. Wow, that sucks. Sorry. I guess yeah. I could have gone without that. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was um I, I couldn't remember her. But no. I thought I, once I was looking her up, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so unfortunate. That's terrible. Back to the back to the card. Tom Stone beat Bastion Booger. I thought he, he must be a local guy or something, right? Tom Stone was enhancement talent. Also portrayed the Executioner, who you would see on Raw from time to time. Yep. Throwing the old mask. Yep. The Head Shrinkers defeated men on a mission. And this is where we got that spot that you were talking about, where the Head Shrinkers would get their head caught in that rope. Yes. Dope spot, dude. That was a dope spot. And it was totally controlled. Yeah. You know, as they die out, they so. just kind of put the head in and flip your body over. I thought shit was going down. Yeah, it looks gnarly. <laughs> it does look gnarly. But nasty. if you go through the history, you see those guys pull that move off several times. So Yeah, that's that was part of it. Yep. And then in your main event for the evening, Brett, the hitman Hart, and the one, two, three kid defeated Owen Hart and Shawn Michaels. You know what? Now
1: that now that I'm thinking about that main event, I have, or I had, I had, like, pictures. Like, remember when you had to yes. go get film developed? Your thumb's
0: in the way of, like, four of them. Yeah. All of them are, like, really grainy. Yeah. You take a roll of, like, 24 pictures, you're lucky if three of them turned out. Yep, I think about four did. You and still you're like, have them, you think, at your dad's? Who knows? Maybe they're somewhere. It'd be awesome if you can uh,
1: produce those. That would be awesome. Cause I remember that. Like, you can tell he's the kid because he's wearing blue, even though it's all grainy and fucking blurry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're in the bleachers. Not that it was a gigantic place anyway, but no, that, that was, was really man. fun, dude. That
0: was a great time. I remember. That. I remember it. Um, I don't remember. I can't like go back and think about much stuff that actually happened in the matches. No, I remember yelling at Owen, calling
1: him Shadow. Yep. And he was fucking fired up about it. Yeah, he was. I remember. um, Remember Diesel. Remember the tag match.
0: I don't. Yeah, it's some of the other stuff. I I, mm. the shows that because well, I guess two reasons why I might remember these other shows more. Um, they were at like our local high school. We were front row too, and we were front row. Yeah. And we were like two years older. So it's like you just remember more shit, I guess. But I only got so much space, man. I remember Bam Bam Bigelow once ripping up my sign and wiping his ass with it. Oh, yeah. I remember that, too. Rest in peace, big man. I think it was a doink sign.
1: I think it was a Mabel sign. It was a Mabel sign?
0: I think it was. I <laughs> think <laughs> he was feuding with Mabel. I remember
1: the Bushwhackers licked one of the silks one yep. time.
0: Bushwhackers. We saw the Undertaker
1: there. We saw the Undertaker doink, there. We
0: saw a lot of them, man. Fuck yeah. Good, good shit. Yeah, but we can't, I don't know, if anybody out there listening can help us out, it would be, I'm thinking it was either like a fundraiser show or like the C show or whatever, but it was 1995 or 1996, Craig High School, Janesville, Wisconsin. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It was for like a booster club or something. I'm going to still try to find
0: it. All right. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right, figure news. Not a ton of uh, new figure news, but there are lots of new things up for pre-order at Ringside Collectibles. Um, many of the things that we saw at the... San Diego Comic Con are now available to order there. Cool. And let's see, we'll start out with basic set 114. That has Ricochet, Kofi Kingston, Rhea Ripley, The Fiend, and Shorty G. Everybody's favorite Shorty G. Mm. Run, Don't Walk. Basic series 115, Humberto Carrillo, Braun Strowman, Big E. Becky Lynch and Tegan Knox—that's her first figure. That's nice. Also, this basic Rhea Ripley will be her first figure. Humberto Carrillo, his first figure. So yeah, it's it's kind of the way it works. Guys usually get a basic before they get an elite. Sure. Um, but it's it's nice to see. Like we've already been shown Rhea Ripley elite. It's coming. Is there any uh,
1: sought after basics or not really?
0: <clears throat> um. There there definitely are because I mean there's there's gotta be and I can't think of any really off the top of my like okay, so Lars Sullivan say. Okay. Like where the fuck is that guy? Yep. right? In one of the more recent sets of basic, he was in there. He's on MySpace. And <laughs> <laughs> and so are you. That's how you would know. <laughs> um doing some weird stuff, but anyway. And so are you <laughs> how- <laughs> No, but like if that guy doesn't come back, that's going to be the only figure he ever yes, has. So okay. there's probably a ton of guys that have, that have only got a basic. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause if you're, if you're
0: there long enough, you'll get a cool lead anyway. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But like I said, um, when, when I say the basic figures, it's, it's like the articulation is basic. The, the deco on him can be kind of crappy, but, it seems like as as far as like head sculpts and stuff like that go, they're just as good. They're fine. Yeah. yeah, but but when you um when you look at a basic figure and the you know the legs only kick like straight out. Uh, yeah, just little things like, like that where it like just doesn't Aquaman. have shoulder joints and stuff like right. that. I don't
1: know. I was at a Walgreens today and I walked by and I was like,
0: Bobby Rude. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, Did they have any elites? They generally have some of those women's. um I didn't see any. Walgreens had a exclusive women's evolution or whatever line. Okay. So like Sasha Banks, Marie all these. And it seems like every time I go there now, that's all I ever find. And they're, and they're kind of old at this point, but
1: it was weird though. Cause it was, um, it was Bobby Roode, And then there was like six, the rocks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> yeah, like, who knows? Okay. There's no rhyme or <laughs> it wasn't reason. In, to that it shit. was in Monroe. Was it? Yeah. Um, what else? Okay. So I said basic 14, I said basic 15, Oh, Elite 81, which is The Rock, Shinsuke Nakamura, The Street Profits getting their uh, Elite figures, as well as Bianca Belair. Nice. And that stunning Steve Austin that will go really good with, uh, I think it's Elite 47, Brian Pillman. It's like flying Brian Pillman, which I wish I would have gotten. But it was like, I, I want the Legends, I think it's Legends series, uh... One maybe Brian Pillman where it's like ninety-seven time bomb psychopath
1: Yeah. I think they call him the time bomb, right? Something like that. Ticking yeah. time bomb or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but I want that one, but it goes for like oh, you know, upwards of eighty bucks or something. Geez. And the one I'm not a big flying Brian fan, right? But nah. now that they're introducing the stunning Steve, I kinda would like them to go together, you <laughs> like, know? Hold on now. <laughs> yeah, but I that thing set on Amazon for like fifteen dollars forever. And now, as soon as they announce this stunning Steve, you can't get one for less than 40. Damn. That's the way she goes, have seen boys. That coming, man. I should have seen <laughs> that coming. Um, never again will I pass up on an Elite for under $15. I'll just say that. I'll put it in a fucking toad. I don't care. Um, what else was there? Oh, there's no word on when these will be in stock. Uh, but two things are for sure. One, you're guaranteed to get the figure, so you don't have to go hunting. I mean, ringside has got you covered Um, and you will get that figure before any of the stores do like some of these, you get months before the only kind of uh, exception to the rule recently has been those AEW figures where ringside was shipping them out, you know, pretty much the day that Walmart was supposed to get them. Right. So there was probably a couple, couple people that got those things in hand before before the, yeah. yeah.
1: But there's so many different WalMarts that were like they said it, we didn't. Right? A million right? of yeah. them.
0: Yeah, like a million of them. Um, our buddy Jake, he he got the whole series one, unrivaled, maybe a week or two ago. Sans brandy because she didn't ship yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually sent me a text the other day. He's like, they got the whole set at the at the Walmart in Stoughton. Like, should I just be buying these things up and selling them? And the market is already so flooded now, where they're know, everywhere. Thirty bucks shipped probably is what you're gonna get out of them. So you pay twenty dollars for the figure. You got it. By the time you f- ship yeah. it, what are you gonna you make? make? Four dollars. Right. Like you can you, you if you want. Yeah, but that's there's not enough meat on the bone for me there, man. True. Um, we finally have images from Funko on the new WWE pops we saw in a retailer list a little while back. Okay, and it was it's a small wave. Like these things usually come out in a wave of like. Five or six is only three, and it's the Mister T, and he's wearing like the Hulkamania warm up. That's pretty good. And the Macho, Macho man's Man, good. Which they've done a Macho Man before, and he had a variant. Then Rock with the tuxedo. It's Rock with no. It's with his Brahma Bull shirt, but it's like okay. current day Rock. Yeah. So this is actually the third Rock they've done. The first one they did is basically like bald Rock with the you know shirtless, but he's got like that tattoo. Yep. Then they did one where he's got like the uh, kind of a Hawaiian y looking shirt or whatever. You, you know, the rock. You wore the. Oh, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, with the gold glasses and yes, the fucking button up shirt. The colorful <clears throat> shirt, yes. Yeah, so they did that. So this is actually the third rock. But that Macho Man is way different enough where I got to get that. Like that. He's got the coat with the tassels and the cowboy hat on. The Macho Man they did before was like. um. Almost like WrestleMania 3-style macho man where he's...
1: How many Funkos do you think there are? Not even wrestling.
0: <clears throat> dude, <laughs> if you can think of it, they've probably done a Funko. That is crazy. I know. People will be like... Well, I'm like, dude, throw something out there. Yeah. And, uh, and I bet you anything they've done it. We were at um, Kryptonite Collectibles looking for a
1: brewer's uh, handkerchief for our dog. And... I just, I got stopped at the, Oh, the,
0: the massive wall. Co- funco? Yeah. And I was just like,
1: God damn, they do have everything,
0: <laughs> you know, not I a lot of wrestling Wal- ones, but I was at Walmart the other day and they have uh deaf leopard ones. And I was like, if they got the fucking one arm guy, I'm going to get it. <laughs> I couldn't find it. <laughs> All I could find is a slew of Joel Elliot's. <laughs> <laughs> they have Def leopard. Yeah, ones. they do. They have Def leopard funcos. They the have jo- golden <laughs> girl funcos. I know they have golden girls.
1: Death Leopard, that's a new one for me. Iron Maiden, I've seen that. I would give you Iron Maiden over fucking Death Leopard. It Dude, always reminds. Tell me, me you
0: wouldn't have got the one-armed drummer. Oh
1: my god, would I? I. It always reminds me of uh, the Bloodhound Gang song. There's just one part of some song where at the end of it just goes, "The drummer from Death Leopard's only got one arm." <laughs> just
0: says it like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a drummer. Yeah, no shit. You know what I didn't like about Death Leopard? The drummer. Hmm. He played those like electric drum pad things. I think you got to maybe listener
1: Sweet E will be able to do, fill us in on that and be like, "Hey man, <laughs> because or, he's got
0: one arm, he plays those." Is that what you are saying? Maybe to be able to like get... imagine how good I'd be on those with two arms. Then no, well, now you are just being a dick. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I do want to tell everybody that I just saw uh, on my email that pro wrestling tease is doing an AEW grab bag sale. Yeah, I got that email. So, you can head over there and I think for 10 bucks which it's weird because when they do sales, a lot of times the AEW merchandise is not included. Really? Yeah, when they just did that like 50% off thing, the, none of the AEW stuff Everything was on there but that pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, I think they said they have a, a upwards of like 20 different designs. You don't get to choose the design, uh but for 10 bucks, I mean, you get a you get a shirt, so Maybe it's biting them in the ass now, huh? They're like, we we got to, we got to move some of these stuff. (laughs) I don't know, but, um, you know, they, they run some pretty good sales over there. It's still, still something weird with the whole micro brawler thing though. Um, I'd be interested to go on that site right now and see which micro brawlers are still there. Like are some of the ones that I was into before now going to be back? Uh, I don't know. We should do that. We'll do that in the, in the break ski maybe. Um,
1: Purchases. Speaking of micro brawlers. Yes. I got, okay. So I did the 50% off thing that like we talked about. I got uh, Rosemary. I got uh, Johnny gimmick.
0: I got uh, Brody King. I got PCO. I got big Papa pump. Oh, I want that so far out of all those you mentioned. I, I think that's the one I would want. And then I got Ishii. Oh, nice! Yes. Tomohiro Ishii, yeah. stone Pitbull, dude. You can get evil. Evil is out. God damn it! I tried to get evil first. I would have got all, dude. I would have went ham on that. But like I said, I thought I thought they were already in the fucking mail, dude. Yep. Well, God, we'll I got talk. So burned on that. You give me
1: some prices on um, that. And I'll take those ones off you.
0: So we both got the pro wrestling crate. Yep. Which I... What'd you think? I month? thought it was a great... What I, was the theme this month? Was it... I have uh, no idea. Yeah, it doesn't say it on the card either. It just says August 2020 crate. Um, I don't... I really don't freaking remember what it was. It's got to be something AEW related. Everybody's AEW except... No, I guess not. Honky Tonk? Yeah. Walter? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I don't know. But the next one... I think the next one is... Um, staff picks or something like that which those are always good because no, they've done be like cool. three or four of those well i forgot to cancel it so i'm in yeah well dude if <laughs> they you give you a day they give you they like give you a, a day. day i know
1: <laughs> uh yeah but, i was telling my father i was telling don the geek uh all the stuff in it and he was like wow that's a lot of good shit. i'm like that's he's like how much is that you know and i'm like 30 bucks yeah he's like what really and i'm like
0: yeah some months deal. you get an impact box and that sucks. <laughs> <Right? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, but in this month's crate, there was a Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy t-shirt. Decent shirt. A decent shirt. It's uh, it's already got one leg up because it's not a black shirt. Yes. It's a Navy blue shirt and it's got some red and white ink. So it's like a nice red, white, and blue shirt. Um, it says broken Matt Hardy. Then you get a Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe themed shirt. That shirt kicks ass. And that shirt rules. It says at the bottom like Eddie's maggot yeah. or something like that. I was like, that's choice. The micro brawler was the honky tonk man. With the guitar. It looks awesome. That's a great micro brawler. And then one of the better DVDs that they've sent, it's called Before the Big Leagues. And it's got a lot of the AEW talent now. Right. Um before they were in AEW So you got like MJF versus Ace Romero Remember seeing that guy live? I do That guy's a big boy He's huge He Ace does some crazy baby. shit too Yeah Luchasaurus versus Moose So there's Impact talent too <laughs> There is Jungle Boy versus David Arquette And Hollywood talent <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Priscilla Kelly That'd be fun Chris Statlander versus Brian Cage The Swolverine You better leave her alone Best friends versus Revolt. I don't know Revolt. Revolt, um, actually, those guys like work at High Spots. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Like I've seen them come on during like those auctions and stuff. Joey Janela versus Leo Rush. That'll be fun. And I was talking to Adam like, I'm. Oh, They don't say any stipulations on here. I remember this. And there was a big thing like on Leo Rush's final match, and I don't think it was in PWG or anything, but it was at some local. Some indie show where he basically no sold like a power bomb through a table or a power bomb through a ladder or something they got. There's some and Jim Cornette was hot. Yeah. There's some stuff for that one. I hope that's the one. That'd be cool. It's and gotta then be right. Last is Penelope Ford versus Diamante. So they're both. That's cool. They're in both in AEW you now. Um, and then the Walter autographed eight by 10. If you guys haven't seen this. Yeah, th- this is funny. So I'm over at
1: Matt's for SummerSlam and he's like, "Did you see that Walter eight by 10? I was like, actually, no, I just assumed it was like, you know, a picture just of like him, him in
0: Imperium gear or something. <laughs> oh no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, when you, uh, when you get the guy, okay, pick more people are going to uh, know of like Seamus's 10 beats of the Bowdrin or whatever. Sure. It's, it's that where Walter has the guy on the outside of the ropes, Walter's inside, and he's doing like a club onto the guy's chest. Whoever took this photo captured it perfectly to where Walter's Hand looks like it's melting into the guy's fucking chest.
1: Yeah, it looks like that old like black and white footage of the guy taking the cannonball yes! to the stomach. Hundred like, percent. It it like it's so just cool. rubber looking. It looks great. I'll That's post it on the, the best eight by ten I've ever it's seen.
0: Perfect. <laughs> I'll post it on the old uh, Instagram and Twitter. Then we got a Colt Cabana enamel pin, which I guess there's two variants of. Adam, did you get that one? The red singlet.
1: Yep, that's the one I got.
0: Okay, and I'm assuming the other one is in the the jacket jacket, because those are his two um, micro micro brawlers. Yeah, and then the last thing in the box was the gun club drawstring bag, which you could take that or leave that. If you guys want to buy a gun club bag, let us know. (laughs) Y'all want two gun club bags? (laughs) Buy one, get one free. Uh, (laughs) But no, so that was, it was a really light week. I was so freaking busy this week that I had no time to go fig hunting, um, I guess I've been slacking on the eBay. Usually stuff just trickles in here via mail. Right. But the mail's not trickling as fast as it once was either, so who, true. who That's knows, true. man? But I was at an independent wrestling show on Saturday right here in town. Shout out to the Janesville Wrestling Alliance. You yeah. can check them out on YouTube at jwa-today.com. Uh, we ran a little private event. In a small building that we're hoping to start running monthly shows out of. Nice. I actually did some ring announcing for the first time in my life. I watched it on the stream, man. Looked pretty sweet. I have not seen it yet. Um, but one of the wrestlers there is the old uh, Jay Cross, one half of Team SOB. <laughs> and on his gimmick table, Adam, was this, uh, well, it's about a foot tall. Yeah. Macho man, Randy Savage. He's in the, uh, like the Wolfpack madness, red and white. And to be honest with you, I wasn't going to purchase this, (laughs) but uh, as I was doing my announcing duties, uh, I would, you know, I would, I would announce the match and then I would go kind of stand off to the side by the bar and my sister Lisa showed up at the show and next thing I know. She's handing this over the bar to me. She had purchased this. What? Um, so this was a gift ski. Oh, that's fantastic. A nice, <laughs> a nice uh, the way it comes off and stuff, it's actually really? kind of neat. Yeah, he's like uh uh Jay Cross said he's got a uh Wolfpack sting and I think maybe a Luger or something. I don't know. If he said Hollywood Hogan, I'd have had to have it, but if you said Nash or Nash, you'd think of yeah, your brother. It All wasn't right, yeah. it wasn't either one of those. Uh, but yeah, so that was, it's pretty gnarly. It's That's pretty awesome. Gnarly. You can't beat that. It's, it's got to be like a foot tall, right? Yeah, that thing's a it's goddamn it's, statue. It's, it's, gotta, it's a major award.
1: That's how heavy it was.
0: <laughs> it's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. So there was a lot of wrestling this weekend. Um, like I said, I saw that little bit of local wrestling. I got to watch that back because when you're when you're doing stuff, um, you're in the moment. You're in the moment, yeah. man. You're not. You're yeah, not yeah. paying attention to much of what's going on. And plus, uh, you know, because we were filming it, I was trying to make a lot of noise and, you know, clapping and booing and all that jazz, you know. You did good. Uh, Thank you, pal. Uh, I talked to a couple people that were there and they they, they all said I did good. I was nervous as shit to start it out. Oh, I bet. Um, So last week, I didn't watch the NXT on Wednesday and AEW was moved to Saturday. Right. Did anything happen in that NXT of note? Not really. Uh let's it see. It seemed like the whole card was kind of set already. Yeah,
1: it was. Um I guess the No, yeah. There there is some just it was just build up for every match. Sure. You know what I mean? That's where I got my my line drop was uh I remember
0: I yeah, I did see a little bit of that. Yeah, that that was kind of fun. Well, let's uh let's go to take over 30 then. <clears throat> um I didn't watch most of the show yet. Just because, like I said, life kind of got in the way. Dude, tell me about it. Damian Priest won the vacated North American title. I did see that. That was fun. Karrion Cross walked out with the NXT championship.
1: That was good. Uh, I thought it was a little lackluster, but just maybe the ending was.
0: But anyway. Agreed. Um, it was like one of those weird matches where you, a finisher didn't, win the title. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, was was a move
1: after it. But I did hear that Carrion uh, uh, separated his shoulder. Oh, so he was working with what he got. Yeah. And he's opening... Much like that drummer
0: in Def That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's opening NXT tonight. I wonder if he's going to have to
0: relinquish the title. Oh, it would have to be... I feel like in this day and age, especially when, um, I don't know, the way things are, you... It would have you would have to be on the shelf for more than three or four months for you have to relinquish that title. I think so? I mean, look at Brock when he holds it. But then again, fricking Sami Zayn can't come across the border and they make him drop a belt like True. the next day. Who and, knows? And
1: they just did that with the North American, just it, because Keith just didn't want to have both or whatever. Like but that was
0: a good story. Like he it wanted was. to give no, somebody no, no. else an I opportunity. Agree. I'm just
1: saying that. God, I hope they don't do that already. Like,
0: all right, so now we're having a tournament for the. I think back to like the SummerSlam where Finn Balor became the first universal championship. Oh, the next night. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. True. Uh, I feel, I think two things play. One, how long the injury is. Two, what they see in the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Did you watch the Pat McAfee, Adam Cole match? Yeah, I did. Holy shit.
1: I I was, remember we talked about my my wife saying, so this guy's a wrestler now? I'm like, no.
0: And that's still true, but wow, he he held his own. Dude, not only- um, He exceeded. The guy can talk. Yeah. Like some of his shit sounds a little bit corny or whatever. It does. But I think he believes it, which is way important. Yeah. And then he comes to the ring- And, you know, he's got his squad. I love the A.J. Hawks in the mix, by the way. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Um, But the first, like, big thing, because he was kind of begging off for the first little bit. And then, um, you know, he was doing heel shit, which was great. And then there was a big schmoz where the Undisputed Era comes out. And they're getting into it. And then security comes out. And you see him, like, skulking into the ring. And then he goes up top. And then does a senton onto Undisputed Era and the security guards. That was pretty gnarly. That was amazing. And then there was another spot in the match where he's going to do a superplex. Yes. And Adam Cole pushes him off. McAfee backflips, lands perfectly on his feet. And then... And then there was a look. Adam Cole looked like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. And McAfee looked like, you goddamn right, boy. (laughs) And then jumps... Yes. From the, the ring mat... All the way up to the top rope. Lands it. And then hits the superplex. <laughs> that I was am- like. Yeah, that was amazing. I couldn't believe that, dude. That was so freaking amazing. It, it, it was good. And, then, and I like
1: that he didn't get the win either. Because it's like. And well, he took the
0: Panama City Sunrise. Yes! Like perfect.
1: Goddamn fucking Canadian oh, and that is, I
0: love that his, uh, his fucking finisher is the punt kick. Yeah, that's makes right. Makes sense. sense. Well, he did that and to he, Adam, yeah. And he misses and hits the steps. That's right. But then he did connect it once.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude. It was good. It, for for one of those matches where they bring in, you know, a mainstream sports guy or whatever the hell. That was a good match, dude. It was, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah.
0: It would have been I would have been blown away. I'm more blown away that it was Pat McAfee having that match. But I would have been I would have said that was a fucking phenomenal match. Had it been no a No matter who it was. Nice. I like that. I mean, that's praise, right? Yeah, it is. Nice I thought what, dude? That's why I want my my quote of the week, dude. I was like Fucking, was I was good. talking shit last week, but I was like, wow. AEW Dynamite, like we said, was on Saturday night. So I watched it, I think, on sunday ish, somewhere in there. Pretty good show. Um, I love that Tully Blanchard is now officially managing FTR. Love I that, too. that's cool. Um, Thunder Rosa, who everybody knows I love. Straight out of NWA, dude. Coming yeah. hard. She made her debut via a vignette challenging Sheeta at All Out. And that was really well done, dude. Yeah, like, I loved it. That was so cool. Um, I think I missed the boat on her now. <laughs> oh yeah. We're I, not I, getting, we're not getting that. Interview. I, uh, <laughs> well, for our other podcast, okay to rewind. We first saw Thunder Rosa at a Milwaukee show called Mondo Lucha, which is a fairly small show. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half ago, something like that, which would have been like in two weeks. Now that I think about it. Really? Yeah, that's true. It would God have been, damn. yeah. Anyway. And, um, I don't know. I was like, "This chick rocks," and I started back and forthing with her on like Instagram and stuff. And, like she's following me, and like we're chatting it up and I'm trying to get her to do an interview on our other show, which is Hold On, Let Me Tell It. But it's not really a wrestling show. Um, and it was one of those things where things just kind of kept getting put off for a couple weeks. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she becomes NWA Women's Champion. Right, and then I tried. I like hit her up again. I'm like, can we you know, get something locked down this next week? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, what well, works for you? And then it was like silent radio silence. I think COVID hit and then COVID hit. <laughs> and then we started this show and I don't know, but now who knows? We'll probably right. never get her. Who knows? Eh, what you Maybe we do? will. Um, but other stuff on that, like Matt Hardy destroyed Sammy Guevara. Oh, you went nuts. They had to take the chair away from him. And then who else got destroyed? Cody. Cody Rhodes. Brody Lee destroyed Cody Rhodes. I don't think Cody Rhodes got one bit of offense in. Uh, I thought there was a little bit. No. I don't think there was really? one move. No shit. I don't think there was one move. And he ends up eating two power bombs and then that big old discus Fucking lariat. lariat
1: that just and
0: one, two, three. But the best shit came after the match when they like stretcher Cody out of there. Yeah. the dark order comes. They shove Cody off the stretcher. Brody Lee hits him with that black bag. Yeah, which was the had the old TNT title All in it. All cut up, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, this is your title. This is my title. He's holding <laughs> a new one. I and thought they, that and they was, roughed up the enforcer, Arn Anderson, as well. You know they did. Um, the last thing that I watched, because I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown, was the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. I'm liking this. Oh, nice. One hour a week, Friday nights. You can catch it whenever, but. You have my. I think you have my New Japan, login. I feel like you I'll jot it, it down for before. you. Okay, um, but yeah, you should check that show out. Uh, it Kenta and David Finley, one hell of a match in the finals. Uh, Kenta did get the win. He was awarded a trophy and a briefcase that he can cash in on the United States Champion. Whenever oh she's so so going for Mox, huh yeah if Mox still has it but he he started cutting a promo about he's like. Coming after Moxie's, where is he? Where is Moxie? <laughs> it's like, like you don't know. Like I, don't, I thought that was funny. Uh, but then Jeff Cobb came out and fucked him up. Nice. So I think there's going to be a feud with Cobb and Kenta. Probably just to bridge this gap. So people we can, can start actually, travel, yeah, yeah, before we can actually get that match with Mox. Um, other matches, Rocky Romero was in a tag match with other dudes that I didn't recognize at all. Rapongi. R- R- um but then to further your whole um working with ROH thing. Yeah. The next match it was Flip Gordon and Brody King against Jay White and Chase Owens. Let me ask you this, were they
1: uh coming in did they mention Villain Enterprises or no?
0: I don't remember.
1: This was a late night show for me. Sure. Um, because I thought I saw Birdie cut a a promo on ROH or, or yeah, some. It's so weird now. Are since they like they denouncing don't have, the whole villain thing because of the Marty thing, or I don't know? But he was like, I'm not a part of anybody anymore or any group. I guess. Yeah, come something.
0: to. Th- I mean, I don't remember seeing anything, but it very well might could have been there. I don't know.
1: Right. But because um, I I've seen like people on the internet saying, "Oh, it's uh, villain enterprises versus Bullet Club," essentially. You know. Yes, so, and that's
0: what that's what I took it as. Right, but. I don't think there was anything said about Villain Enterprises. And maybe you can anyway, because. But this is one in the morning. Yeah. You know, Monday night or something. Anyway, so I, don't, I don't fucking know, dude. What did you watch? Anything else? Um. I watched Raw. When well, we watch SummerSlam and stuff, that's too, that's a lot to get into. Yeah, I think everybody watched SummerSlam. And SummerSlam was a good show, but yeah, nothing it was stood out. No. I was really hoping we would see some sort of uh, the retribution angle pay off a little Me bit. Me too. Did we get any further on Raw or no? Yeah,
1: they showed up to the end. Oh, like, but we still don't know who they are. Still don't know who they are. They, like, left it. Was it like
0: 12 of them again or Five
1: less? this time.
0: We're narrowing it down. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They ended the show with them all like posing. They came up. God, I can't remember. Oh, it's Nation of Domination.
0: Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Please. If it was Nation of Domination, that would rule. Bring back Farouk. Um, And his (laughs) helmet. Oh, shit. (laughs) We're probably going to see Farouk and his helmet on next week's uh, Retro Retro Raw Raw Review. Anything else? Nah, we can wrap it up. All right. We'll wrap it up with that. Um, Join us here next week. We will have a Retro Raw Review next week, as well as all the other stuff that you know and love and go out watch some watch some wrestling watch wrestling all right thank you guys uh-huh. give it here. give it here. bigger than jesus and bigger than wrestling bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast and yeah yeah bigger than jesus and bigger than wrestling bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast and Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes